I'm Sean Bowles, and I want to welcome you to Exploring the Prophetic Podcast. I have a passion for how the prophetic gifts can change the world around us. They make simple, everyday people like you and I a catalyst for life-changing experiences with the supernatural. On this podcast, I have friends from all different backgrounds who each have a powerful story to tell about how the prophetic is shaping their world. I invite you to be part of the conversation. This is Exploring the Prophetic. Hey, this is an exciting podcast today. We have on this podcast, Samuel Robinson from Voice of Revival Canada and also Play for Life. Both these organizations can be found online and Samuel is one of my favorite people. He's young, he's just around 30 years old and he's leading these national organizations. One hosts conferences where they bring revivalists from around the world into Canada to speak into what God's doing. I've been with him in several of these conferences. Also, he does Play for Life, which is an organization that's for at-risk youth around Canada, and it's been written up nationally in newspapers for what they're doing and their efforts. I'm really looking forward to what Samuel has to say, and I know you will be too. Let's go to him live now. Hey, today we have back on the show Samuel Robinson from Canada. He leads an organization called Voice of Revival Canada, but also Play for Life, a humanitarian organization for kids at risk, and it's amazing. And Sammy, today we're going to talk a little bit about just influencing influencers because your life is a, a picture of people who are in the sports world, the business arena, these areas who may be already successful to some degree, but then all of a sudden there's life before Samuel Robinson and life after Samuel Robinson because God shows up and you often prophesy or help them hear from God themselves. But tell us a story in one of these encounters of what God's done. Well, I, I'm just thinking about one right now in, in particular. I was in a conference and there was a business gentleman there and actually a young guy like Sean, probably like 26, 27. You know, he'd just taken over his dad's business and, and he said, hey, Samuel, can you can you pray for me? He's like, I, I'd really like a, a word if you've got one. And I said, OK. And so to be honest, man, at that moment, I didn't feel like I had anything. And I was like, OK, you know what, Lord, just thank you. You know, Lord, this guy's an awesome guy. Lord, just bless him, bless his you know, marriage, bless his family, God. And then at the very end, I was about to close <laughs> and out of my mouth comes and Lord, take his business this year to $10 million in Jesus' name. <laughs> Just throw it in there. <laughs> and I'm like... <laughs> And it was so calm and nonchalant. I'm thinking, what did I just say? And his eyes just, his eyes go from be close, Sean, to like wide open, like what? And so, of course, you got to ask the questions, right? And and I'm like, so, um, you know, how, how well did your business do last year? Well, he's like, you know, we had an okay year. He's like, you know, we did about 850 grand. And I'm like, you know, I'm thinking, praise God for the 850, but I just told you you're going to be yeah. over 10 million by the end of the year. Wow. <laughs> and so uh, I kind of went into that panic prayer. Oh God, please help, help, help. <laughs> and, uh, and so, but here's the funny thing. I love how God does this, right? Cause like, I thought, okay, God, I gave him that word. Now I thought, well, you know, I'm probably not going to see him again. <laughs> so God bless you. And, uh, but here's the funny thing. 10 months later, I'm at another conference in another city and you'll never believe it. I, I finish up preaching. I, I'm about to go to the green room and guess who walks up? This young business yes, guy. That's and awesome. he's making a beeline to me. And I'm like, uh oh, like, like, it's like one of those things, like, is it good? 
is it bad? <laughs> like, like you're trying to discern. You're like, do I bring wait, it? Wait. Do I bring it? That's called <laughs> prophetic anxiety right there. I've had it many times. <laughs> like you're like, oh no, is this this is gonna be really good or really bad? <laughs> and so I, I'm I'm you know I'm measuring my steps to the green room, right? And so so uh he comes up to me, Samuel, Samuel, Samuel. I'm like, oh, oh, okay, okay. Wait. He's like, Do you remember me? And I'm like, Oh, oh yeah, a little bit, a little bit. He's like, you know, do you remember the word? And I'm like, oh great, here we go. And I said, yeah, I kind of, I kind of remember the words. And he's like, you're never gonna believe what happened. As soon as he said that, I'm like, oh, something good must happen. He's like, <laughs> he's like, I had this idea for our, for our business, and the Lord spoke to me about some new technology and and some you know connecting with some some um, new business people in my sphere of influence. And I, Samuel, I've done that, and my business has shot now. Uh, through the roof where where he just told me, he said in 10 months, they pulled in almost $11 million. Woo! And I wow. was like, come on, God. And I was like, this is amazing. And he told me though, he said, Samuel, thanks so much. He's like, your prophetic word gave me the faith to believe for more than what I could see. And, and that to me was huge. He was like, he's like, Samuel, you know, this has been a family business. We've only, you know, we've kind of been around that ballpark of around a million dollars. But he's like, when you gave me that word, it was like an injection of faith to say, you know what? I'm thankful for where I've been, but you know what? God is calling me higher. And I believe that there's more for me. I believe that I'm going to see a breakthrough in this. And so he ran with it, man. <laughs> that's amazing. I mean, like that's yeah. level 10 amazing. Now everybody's oh, going to be sure. calling in the show or like emailing our podcast and saying, Hey, can we meet Samuel Robinson and get a word for millions from him? <laughs> no, but here's what I love though, is that us plus God, not in a man-made process, but us in a God process can equal a way different result. And when God speaks, it sets our faith to believe for something because probably he needed to hear that. So he go after that technology and that sphere of influence, which is just so huge. Now, I'm going to switch corners or turn the corner a little bit and talk about you now live in Edmonton. You've lived there for a little while. Oh, now. man. Pray and, for me. <laughs> exactly. It's so cold there. But uh, they do have a good mall. Um, they do. In Edmonton, you're actually going to go for one of your Play for Life events. You're going to do the Edmonton Arena. What is that called? Yep. And so it, it's it's a smaller arena. They have um, they have one arena right now that we're using. It's their Centennial Place. It seats about between 3,500 to 4,000 and we're hosting, and we're hosting that event. And basically what's going on is we're doing, it's going to be an evangelistic event and we've got professional athletes coming out. We've got hockey players, we've got football players, we've got basketball players. And the whole purpose behind it is to reach after the next generation and, and to basically, you know, bring a message of hope to them. And, you know, it's to be honest, Sean, it is so much fun. I, I have to say this. I always thought my picture of uh, evangelistic meetings <laughs> in the past was always like it had to be sober and uh, serious and, and like, you know, repent or burn kind of thing. And I was like – and so, you know, we, we started doing these evangelistic events, Sean, and <laughs> it's so much fun. And I was getting I was getting convicted at our last couple of events because I'm like, God, I feel like – we're having too much fun for an evangelistic event. <laughs> You're sounding like an old got, man. <laughs> yeah, we've got air guns shooting out product. You know, we got <laughs> shirts and shoes, and, yes. and and it's awesome. And I, you know, it it it's one of those things where you're looking around, and I love this, Sean, because 
so often when we go to conferences or different things, and I love, I love all the conferences. I love all the events, but you know, sometimes when I go, it's like 99% Christian and 1%, you know, unsaved. And our events for, for these are, it's wild, man. It's like 80% unsaved, like maybe, maybe 20%. We're the minority in the group, but we feel the most powerful because we know that they're about to have an amazing encounter with the presence of God. And so, so yeah, it's going to be fantastic. And you're doing a bunch of these kinds of events around Canada and a little bit in America. Most of the places you go, you have a divine appointment or a connection to somebody who owns the arena, owns a, owns a stadium, or is connected to the, in the athletic world. Sometimes you minister to them, and all of a sudden, God awakens them, and they offer their resource to you. But do you have any stories about that? Okay. I, I need to share this one, Sean, because I, I know you wouldn't share this about yourself, but I got to share this story because it's it's too good. This is like, this is, <laughs> oh, this is top for, for me. This is top five, like, like a all crazy time, top five. This is crazy. Like if you're watching this, I'm telling, I listen to this. This is off the charts because Sean's with me in, in like a little place called, I think it was Stony Plain. I brought you to Stony Plain, Alberta. <laughs> Where it's Even snowing, name, a snowstorm, yeah, I think, on the way there. Your dad almost yes. killed us. Oh my goodness, I remember that. And and like Blizzard, which is, you know, half the time normal. But uh, you came out and my buddy who plays for um, the Edmonton Eskimos, um, a wide receiver, uh, Nate Cohorn, great guy, loves Jesus. <laughs> I and, didn't even uh, know there was a CFL at the time. No, really no, bad. you didn't. I love the NFL I, too. I just had no idea Canada I, had its own league. I was a little offended. I'm not going to lie, but, but it's okay. We love you. And cause you are part Canadian and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> That's true. come on. But so I got, so my buddy texted me, he's like, man, I wish I could hear Sean. This is, uh, I, I, you know, it's, it's too bad. And, and, uh, and so I said, well, whoa, whoa, wait up, wait up, wait up. I'm like, why don't, why don't I just, you know, when Sean's done his session, let's, I'm going to get Sean in the green room. We're going to phone you up and, uh, we're going to, we're going to see what happens. And so now, I don't tell Sean, I didn't tell you a word, nothing like zero, like, like nada about Nate. Well, you told me you're going to call up some athletes that you're friends with. Yeah. Yeah. And I wanted to be the trip, but we only, I think we only did one on that trip anyways. For sure. And I, and I wanted to be careful because I didn't want to, you know, I didn't, I didn't want to put you in a difficult spot or him in a difficult spot. I remember you getting on the phone and, uh, and he's there and all of a sudden you call out, I can hear him. You call out his birthday his fiance's birthday and the day that they're getting married. <laughs> I don't know if you remember that. I, I I'm telling you in that moment, dude, he knew there was a God. He already knew before, but in that moment, dude, he was, he was like, Oh my goodness, this is amazing. And, but here's the craziest thing. No, can I say stopped. this though real fast? Yeah. I said, cause he goes, dude, did you look me up somehow on the internet? And I start laughing and go, I didn't know there was a CFL to look up. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and he was like, he didn't get offended, thank God. But I definitely was no. like, I didn't know there was such a thing as what we're doing right now. It was really funny. It was, man. And, and so you could have ended there. But all of a sudden you went into this word and you're like, you're like, this is what's going to happen to you. And this is what's going to happen. And, and me on the, you know, uh, on like listening to him, I'm like, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, that's awesome. And at the very end, you're like, and as a sign, the Edmonton Eskimos, uh, not this year, but next year are, is going to win whatever your, your, your thing is. It's not the, Lombard, you know, it's not the, you the NFL trophy. I'm like the great cup. And you're like, they're going to win the great cup. And I'm like, oh, bro, you just told a wide receiver from the Edmonton Eskimos. <laughs> I'm like, Sean, like, I, I was shocked. I didn't even know how to like, to, to like, you know, finish this. And so, and it's going to, his contract <laughs> was going to change. Yeah. 
his con that's right his contract was going to change and it was going to go up and so now here's and you said oh yeah i forgot about this part and you said that he was going to have a play that was going to be the shift in the in the Grey Cup game, his play was going to be the play that everybody's going to remember. And I'm like, wow, this is amazing. And so <laughs> this is so uh, Nate, all of a sudden he gets so excited. He tells the whole team, he tells the whole team, listen, <laughs> we're going to win next year. Most of you don't know this, but there's this this guy, this prophet guy, and you know he hears God's voice, and he told us we're going to win next year. Well, everybody thought, well, dude, this guy's okay, like for real, like like for real, dude, like you're telling us we're going to win the Grey Cup, like he's like we're going to win, and so they go throughout the season, and here's the here's the crazy part, Sean, the quarterback, their number one quarterback, had an injury, and he was he was out. For like eight or nine weeks, they were one of the worst teams in the CFL. You don't realize how hard I was praying for you in that moment. Like I was like, every Vindication week, God. <laughs> every week I'm looking at the standings like, oh God, only you could do a miracle. Oh God, only you. And and so the quarterback comes back. They have a dramatic shift. All of a sudden, um, they make it into the playoffs. They win the first game. They win the semifinals. Then they're in the Grey Cup. Okay, and the team wow. that they're playing against is a good team, and it's going all game back and forth, back and forth. You know, Edmonton goes up, the other team is going up. Edmonton goes up, and at the end, Edmonton's down by two points. And, and now in CFL football, if you don't know football, uh, Canadian football, we don't have four downs; we have three downs uh, in Canadian football. And I remember they were on their last down. Wow! And and what and what you said was amazing. You're like you're going to have this amazing play. You're, the story of this game is going to be phenomenal. Well, in the first quarter, Nate tried to catch a ball, and he actually dislocated one of his fingers. Sean. Oof. Oof. And so they had to tape his hand together, and he was out again. I'm watching this game um, uh, <laughs> on TV, and now Nate's out for for two quarters. And I'm thinking, oh God, remember the word, Lord, remember the word, God, bring it back in, bring it back in, bring it back in. And so it's the third down. Nate, they put Nate in, and and it's amazing. They put Nate in. They need seven yards to get the the first down, and there's Nate. He's in, he's got a, he's got a, you know, a hand that's all wrapped up. And so the play starts. And when the play starts, Nate falls down. I'm thinking, oh no, you got to be kidding me. Like, I can't like, and I'm thinking, oh no, but he gets up, he gets up. And because he was slow off the line, nobody was watching him and he curls around and the QB throws him the ball and he get he makes this miraculous catch guys are all over him he catches it on the two yard line they get the first down the quarterback runs it in and they win the great <laughs> off that play yes. so we had the edmonton eskimos the whole team sean we had the whole team everybody wanted to know who's this prophet dude <laughs> can, he, like, <laughs> can he prophesy my contract now I, you know yeah oh my gosh. And, and so then nate though after that game got a contract that was so far beyond what he got before that literally it, it it set him up for this whole next season of his life because of this one, that one miraculous play that came through that word. So that is so awesome. Yeah, I mean, I didn't see. want you to tell my story, but I'm glad you told it in the sense of our friendship and how you were like, just, <laughs> it was really random after the meeting. You're like, here, take, you know, I'm calling my friend. He needs, he doesn't even understand this whole prophetic thing, but let's just do it. And then he got so rocked and it changed his whole life. Cause now he's like, part of your world in a real way. Come on. I mean, how and it's cool up. is that? 
it, amazing. And it's opened up so many doors for Sean and in and, and different CFL teams that have heard this testimony wow. that, that, that God speaks. And uh, so much so that we work with players and we've seen players get saved because of that testimony that, you know, there, there's something about the, you know, the, taking those risks and, and, you know, trusting and moving in faith and just being obedient. And <laughs> even when God says you're going to win the great oh my cup. Gosh. I know, you know, it's funny too, because to an American who like, I mean, any sporting event that you're going to win is a big deal, but it didn't feel like if I had told, you know, somebody from the Seahawks are going to win the Super Bowl, that would have felt like the biggest risk of my life. But if I'm telling, you know, these guys from the CFL or, you know, that I didn't know who they were, the Eskimos. I didn't know who they were at the time. Yeah, yeah. Every Eskimos, yeah. What, what is that thing you win in your in your league? <laughs> <laughs> it's so innocent, right? So we'll have to do. We'll have to go throughout Canada and do a tour with the CFL teams and like if there's you know see what happens. That'd be really fun. One hundred percent. I would. I would. I would love to make that happen, man. That'd be so much fun. Well, hey. Tell us how to get a hold of you and how to stay connected to you because this is just – I love what God's doing through you. For sure. Hey, hey, if you guys want to get connected, it's uh, www.voiceofrevival.ca um, or our other website. Our organization is called Play for Life, which is www.play4life.ca. Uh, you can also follow us on Facebook, um, Voice of Revival, Samuel Robinson, Play for Life. Um, we're also on Instagram, and that's Samuel Robinson as well. Well, thank you, Samuel. I love how your life is opening up other opportunities for people just because they're having a real before and after encounter with God through you. It was so good to have you on. Have a great week. You guys explore the prophetic and use Sammy as an example. Thank you for joining us today on Exploring the Prophetic. I'm your host, Sean Bowles, and I want to encourage you to continue the conversation with us. Go to our website, www.bowlesministries.com. Also, let's continue the conversation together on our Facebook page. And if you're enjoying the podcast, make sure to subscribe to it. Join me next time where we explore the prophetic together.